This is Dental All-Stars, where we bring you the best in dentistry on marketing, management, and training. Welcome to Dental All-Stars. I'm Eric Vickery, Lead Mastery Coach at All-Star Dental Academy and President of Vickery Coaching. And I got to say, guys, I'm really excited to be interviewing our guest today, Dr. Ted Morgan. I have personally known Dr. Morgan for over 20 years. I think that just makes us old. (laughs) Uh, He graduated from the University of Illinois College of Dentistry in 1971 and has been practicing in Maine since September of that same year. I've personally been to Ted's office. It's amazing. It's a beautiful practice. And he's grown that practice over the years to a three-doctor comprehensive care practice that focuses on aesthetic, sedation, and implant dentistry. Uh, Let's see. You're also currently serving on the Maine Academy of General Dentistry Executive Board. And he's also the founding partner and president of Advantage. You have received many awards for your dedication to the field of dentistry over the years. I was looking at your list, (laughs) Ted. It's pretty extensive. I didn't want to list everything out here, but I promise you guys, uh, he's done a very good job at this. You've also developed dozens of presentations on how to successfully manage a dental practice throughout your career just amazing presenter, a great speaker. He's, he's, he's just done an amazing job at uh, communicating to people how to not only, I think, practice successfully, but get case acceptance. And you've also published numerous articles in Dental Success Letter and in Dental Economics. Uh, my personal favorite, Ted, is the one you wrote uh, for Dental Economics in April of 2006. It was called Case Acceptance Begins and Ends with Trust. And I, I use that one talking to clients all the time. It's it's a, a great piece. It's very uh, insightful. So welcome, Dr. Ted Morgan. Thank you. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> so uh, as you know, I've asked you to talk today about membership plans, dental membership plans, because, yeah. you know, you started this early on. You were really on the forefront of this concept. And I know that you have successfully used this to grow your own fee-for-service practice. And so you share with me you know, that after you were implementing your plan, you realized that these plans, uh, you know, they're just not a way to give away discounts to a few patients with without dental insurance. That's that's not what this is about, that they can actually transform your dental practice, you know, when you use them to their full potential. And so, you know, uh, I, I want to get into that. You also told me that you got to be careful, you know, because, you know, these membership plans, uh, the concept is simple on, hey, let's have a membership plan, but there's also these this huge potential for pitfalls. And so it's critical to get it right before you start. And I, I want, as people are listening to this, I want them to understand, okay, if I'm considering a membership plan or I have one, I'm not happy with it. I want you to, I want you here today just to talk with them about, you know, your successful experience with membership plans, but also the problems to avoid so that they don't make those same mistakes and I know that there's some people waiting on the fence right now to, to jump into this. And so I thought, let's get you on here and let's talk about this and, and use membership plans to, to grow a practice. Does that sound good? Yeah, that sounds great. You just put about 5,000 thoughts into my head. And I, <laughs> now I have to sort it out and figure out where to start. So Well, okay, so where to start. So let's do that. How did you get started with just thinking, all right, I'm going to put a membership plan in my practice? Okay, well, I was born at an early age. No, I, <laughs> uh, going back to the early 2000s, we started, uh, we developed an incentive program for our hygiene patients to keep their appointments. So that if they each consecutive visit that they didn't uh, 
cancel the last minute or break an appointment, we give them a credit. And we did that for a few years and that was working pretty well. It did cut down on our, on our uh, losses from cancellations. But it wasn't until 2011 when the 2008 recession caught up with dentistry, at least that's what happened in Maine. And we saw a real dip in the practice. And I sat down with some of my team and we said, you know, guys, we got to fill our schedule. And uh, we were looking at actually, you know, doing <laughs> the, the dirty deed, signing up with Delta. Uh, uh. We, uh, we had been out of Delta for many years, have no PPO contracts. We had none at that time. And as soon as I said, well, you know, we might have to consider that. I was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do it. And so that was an incentive to try something that was really a, a new concept at the time. I'd read a couple of things from practices that had these plans at the time they were more commonly called dental savings plans and mm -hmm. uh, mostly it amounted to discounts and layaway plans like a Christmas club type of thing. And um, I looked at them and I didn't see how, how it could make it work. It seemed like we're just going to give ourselves losses, you know, instead of taking the insurance company right off, we'd create our own losses. And I didn't like the idea. And then one of the other guys in my mastermind, we were there four of us, and we were looking at this idea. And one of them, Dave Peer, said, hey, I, I know how to make this work. And uh, so he, he had some ideas to make it work. And we, we had a basic principle, all of us, that we weren't going to do something unless it actually increased profitability we had to make it work for the practice. And uh, so that's, that's how we followed that all the way through. And so each of the four of us developed our own um, membership plan within our own practice. And we all had variations. We all had ideas about one thing that worked better than another. And then we'd come back together and we'd compare notes. And so we adopted, we all started adopting each other's strengths and and avoiding each other's mistakes and weaknesses. And uh, ultimately we came up with a uniform plan that we were all using. And uh, so then the next step was, well, we were increasing the numbers of members and we we're getting up to a hundred or more and uh, was getting a little cumbersome. You know, the administrative part at that level and one of the solutions that I've noticed that a lot of people use to overcome that is they they do an annual fee mm -hmm. and they make their patient pay for a whole year and then next year they have to do it all over again and make the sale again and again. We said, you know, it would be great if it just was an automatic payment. And, yeah, and yeah. once the patient sets it up at the monthly payment, hits a credit card, they don't even think about it anymore. And so in order to do that, we had to, we had to spend some money. We had to go, we, we set up a website and we set up a payment plan and we went with the, you know, the banks, the, the ACL uh, auto, automatic withdrawal and the credit card payments that could be automated. Um, so we, we got the system up and running and took off the 
that administrative load and uh, it was working really great. So then the next step was, hey, you know, this is working and we were all pretty happy with it. And so we said to each other, well, maybe we should share this, you know, maybe we should put it out there for other people. And that's what we did. So that was the birth of Den Vantage. Wow. What year was that? Den Vantage went live. Now you ask me a question. I'm going to, I'm going to have to take a guess at it. I think it was about 2015, 16. Okay. That, so that it went live online for, for other people to, so you guys practice <clears throat> developing this membership plan within your own practices for a good four or five years. Then is what you're saying. Yeah, we did. It. We, and we ironed it out. I mean, the yeah. four of us, we, you know, we hit snags and somebody would figure it out and share the ideas. And, 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 uh, and, and we had some real good times figuring this stuff out. We <laughs> we'd meet together as four guys. We've known each other for, for many years. And, uh, I'll, uh, I'll reveal uh, <laughs> something that um, it, it goes to, there's a, there's an element of camaraderie in all of this for us. Um, and, uh, you know, and we really like to share something with a profession that's useful and profitable for people who are passionate about um, dental practices being profitable staying independent, fee-for-service, and not getting ripped off. You know, there's so many PPO plans that just feel like, you know, the dentist is being fleeced. And I know there are practices that make it work, and that's fine. That's great. Um, but we're on, on the side of, of independent fee-for-service practice. We think this is a great tool. And uh, the actual birth of Denvantage happened on uh, uh, Cooper Island in the Virgin Islands. <laughs> we were we were down there together and uh, we we're talking business and that's when we actually said, well, let's let's do this thing. So, wow, wow. Well, that's a good place to be. Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> so I just realized something. What if, uh, what if there's somebody out there listening who doesn't know what a membership plan is or a savings plan is? Okay. Uh, we, we were early on, we decided to call it, always call it a membership plan, a savings plan smacked of, you know, Christmas, Christmas club, mm. us, uh, membership, you know, you have your Y, your YMCA membership and your, you know, your health fitness club membership, your golf, uh, your country club membership. Those are all, uh, things that we wanted to have that kind of connotation that you become an insider when you become a member and as an insider you get certain privileges and uh, of course in, in uh, dental membership the privileges are that when you come in to the practice for your uh, hygiene visit everything's covered it's mm. and you, you get a couple of things that you don't actually pay for the way we've set up ours. And it's up to the individual practice um, what they include. But for instance, uh, we don't include any fee in our, in our overall cost of the membership for, for fluoride treatments. That's kind of a freebie. Um, 
but the uh, the membership also means that members have they have kind of a responsibility too. It isn't just hey free stuff or cheap mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, their responsibility. They sign an agreement. They put the signature on paper that says they're going to keep all of their appointments. They're not going to cancel in less than two days. And if they do, if it actually happens and they couldn't help it, they agree ahead of time that they're going to pay a fee for that. Mm. And uh, the other thing they agree to is that they're always keep their account balance at zero. So there's, there's no accounts receivable with these people. Wow. So, so it's a two-way street. That's how the, the practice profits from having members who are paying a reduced fee. Yeah. Um, because what they give us in return is worth as much or more than the fee reduction. Yeah, so I think there's clarity to provide there. So let's say I'm your patient. I decide, okay, first of all, I got to say, I love the monthly membership plan rate versus an annual fee because, I mean, if you're trying to chase someone down annually to pay $360, you know, that's going to be a tough sell. Plus, you know, if I don't have insurance and I'm saying, you know, I can't really afford to pay for my hygiene visits, I'm not going to come in. How am I going to come up with the, the price to pay for two of them? And yeah. so breaking it down monthly, I love, and you never have to renew it. So, so that I do love about the membership plan. Now, let's say I'm a patient and I say, I'm going to pay $36 a month. What does that get me? Well, it, it gets you all of what you need when you come in for a regular hygiene visit. So it'll be your, your profi, your x-rays, your doctor exam, you know, however many times that practice does it, we do once a year. Um, we also include the, uh, the fluoride treatment. We even, we even factor in the every five years full, full mouth series into it. So mm -hmm. our goal is for that patient to come in, visit the office, have a great experience with the hygienist and walk out the door. And if they, if they stop at the front desk, it's to say hi to their friends at the front desk. And on the way out, or, you know, maybe to, they may need to schedule their next visit if they're having uh, restorative dentistry done, but they're not having to stop and pay for that day's visit. They, they feel mm -hmm. like an insider. Um, they just leave. It's, it feels free to them. And they, they what, thought about that payment. And what do I get if I'm scheduling with the doctor for my membership plan? If you're scheduling with the doctor, you have a member's uh, fee scale. So there's our, our normal practice fees, and then there's the member fees. The member fees are, are lower, and it's not done on a percentage basis. It's not an across-the-board percentage basis. One of the mistakes that I think people make is to, to do it on a percentage. Mm. Um, you might base your fee reductions on some percentage, and I have some ideas on that we can talk about, but um, the, the fee reduction that the, the member patient gets is an amount of money. So they say, uh, well, I need a crown, and it's going to be you know $1,500. And as a member, you're going to get $300 benefit. You're going to get $300 off of that. Or, um, Actually, it wouldn't be $300, it'd be less than that. I, I 
I was using example numbers, yeah. but that, that yeah. would be bigger than I would recommend. Yeah. Be like $150 off or something like that. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the, um, the fees, the reductions are usually in that close to 10%. Okay. About 10%. Okay. Well, that's good. Okay. That's good to know. So now you have this, I guess, viewpoint that every, every type of dental practice, uh, should have a membership plan in place. Why, why do you recommend that? Well, because when they're done right, they're, they're a true win-win. They're actually a win-win-win because the patient wins. The patient gets a better fee, right? It's mm-hmm. easier for them to pay on a monthly basis a small amount than paying for each visit. Uh, most, most patients appreciate that. And uh, it's a win for, the, for the, the dentist who owns the practice because it makes practice more profitable. And that might sound impossible because we're giving fee reductions, but it's true. It's also a win for the team in the practice. You got happier patients. You're not having to talk about money Mm -hmm. nearly as much. And that makes a big difference. So the the team likes that it changes the air in the practice. It's because of that, uh, taking that whole financial piece out of the, the whole experience in the office for so many of our patients that come in. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. So when, when I'm, when you say profitable, do you dare touch that some more? Like I'm, I'm a, I'm a dentist listening to this right now and you're telling me, Hey, this is going to be profitable for you. Uh, yeah. I'm maybe I'm used to giving 25 or 30 percent off for uh, you know PPOs or whatever it is, yeah. and now and and I know that my UCR patients give me some cushion there, like they kind of offset that that fee. And now you're telling me I'm going to give about 10 percent off to them. How is this going to make me more profitable? Well, uh, let's just start at the 10 percent and and how uh, go to a, one of the pitfalls that makes plans not work. And that is, I've seen this over and over and over that people set up their do it yourself in office plan and they get, they feel like, Oh, I got to give at least 20% or 25%. That mm. doesn't sound like much money. Well, the, the goal is to take the least amount off of your fee to get the, the most amount of effect a benefit to the practice. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a fair fee to start with, you, you can't afford to take too much off of it before you're, you're losing all your profits. So you, you keep that in a, in a controlled amount. And we found that somewhere between eight and 12% yeah. is, is optimal. And we never quote it as a percent to a patient. It's okay. always an amount. So 10%, yeah, it doesn't sound like much money. Well, how does $200 sound, you know? Mm. It's, it's, it's a lot in how you say it, but the, the biggest reason that it's profitable for the practice is it reduces your losses from canceled and broken appointments and your accounts receivable, Mm. your billing costs. And uh, then it increases your productivity. And here's the most amazing thing to me about having a membership plan. I was probably two, three years into it. 
And we, the, the, the partners were getting together and talking over stuff and we decided to do some statistics. And so I tracked my patients in three groups, my insurance patients, and we do have insurance patients. We don't do PPOs and we're fee for service, but we have patients with insurance, right? Sure. Okay, insurance patients, non-insurance patients, and member membership patients, okay? Mm-hmm. We compared how much dentistry we did on those three groups. And by that time, we had a lot of data. And the first time I ran this, the number that I came up with was that our member patients got three times as much mm-hmm. dentistry completed wow. as the other groups. And the other two groups, interestingly enough, the insured and the uninsured without the membership, they had about the same results. So the insurance doesn't increase uh, the amount of dentistry a patient does, it decreases it. Yeah, yeah, because they feel like I can't do it if my insurance isn't going to play a part in this. And, you know, I was reading uh, about membership plans just in different industries, and Amazon Prime is the perfect example of this. They found that when when people are um, in the membership plan, they spend four hundred times, four hundred percent more, four hundred percent more money than those who are not in Amazon Prime. Yeah, on average, yeah. just on average. Yeah, that and, matches up with ours too. Because when I redid the same. Statistics I got four times and one one time we have two and a half and other times, so it averages out of you know over three yeah. times as much dentistry is it's amazing. And wow. It, yeah, it's it is amazing. And there, there's reasons for that. The two reasons are immediate reasons are one, the patient doesn't want to have to to do a little bit this year and a little bit next year and a little bit the year after that because their insurance pays a little bit this year and next year and the year after that. If they want it done, they want it done. They want it done as quickly as they can and few visits as possible. So that's that's a huge factor why they they do more as as a member. And of course, the other one is just that they feel like they're getting your best deal and um, when you show them, the, we always show our patients our regular fees. Mm-hmm. And then whether they're a member or not, we'll show them the membership fees and how much they're going to save. And of course, the reason we do that with non-members is we want them to be members. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but that that is the final key that often closes the case when you say, well, would you want to get this done you know, in two visits if you could save this much money? And uh, yeah. Wow. So let's say, because you're talking about complete dentistry, which I love, case acceptance, complete dentistry. I love that's, I I feel like that's my niche when it comes to coaching, helping clients. And one thing we always run into, Ted, is we run into, you know, that's $20,000. Yeah. That's $15,000. And I can't afford all that right now. Well, you just gave me a discount, right, of whatever that percentage, let's say it's you know, almost $2,000 or whatever I'm yeah. getting off of that. Yeah. And it often is. H- how do I now pay the, let's say it was a $20,000 case. How do I now pay the $18,000 to you? Because you as a business owner, if you go to, you know, a care credit or something like that, you can't then take another 10% fee. So how do you guys navigate 
offering something to the patient as well for extending the, so they're going to get the savings and they're going to be able to pay it out. How do they double dip? I don't know that we do anything different than anyone else on that, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. care credit. What, what happens though, I think is the, the um, possibility for the patient to get this done in a short space of time and save a good chunk of money. All of a sudden they figure out ways to come up with it. I'm amazed at how many people come up with it to you get know, that big, savings. Big cases. Yeah. 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 Well, I would think with, with care credit, if I was going to do, you know, obviously I'm probably not going to do $15,000 at 12 months to interest, which would be 10% cost of practice. I'm probably going to do like a 24 or 36 month payment plan where I'm paying 14% interest, which is only, I think, 3.9 cost to the practice. So it's not that much more when they do extended payments. So maybe that's what's happening too in the practice is more patients are choosing that or they go, I don't want to pay 14% interest. And they go get a personal loan for 7% and then bring a check to you. Yeah. Actually, that's a good thing to bring up. I hadn't really been thinking about that. Is, um, in order for the member patient to qualify for the, the reduced fee, they have to pay for it in a way that doesn't cost the practice. Mm. And uh, if the, we do let them pay with a credit card, but even then, we'll take the, the credit card percentage off of it. So, you know, let's say it's going to be roughly a 10% fee reduction and they're using a credit card. Now it's mm -hmm. going to be more like a 7%. You um, adjust it. We adjust it. Okay, gotcha. Depending and on what they choose. We do offer the one-year uh, care credit thing, but then they don't get, they don't get the... Uh, the member fee reduction. Along yeah. That's either or. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've seen. Yeah. So yeah. are, are there other pitfalls or, or is there a big pitfall that you'd say, Hey, this is one thing for those of you who have a membership plan or think about starting one. Don't do this. You've learned from your experience, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, don't set up a plan that, that causes the practice to lose profits. Um, make sure that what you're doing is going to pay you back equal to what you're discounting and preferably more. Mm -hmm. So don't start with a 20% discount. That, that, I, that I think is the most common thing I've seen with, you know, talking to people about their plans. Say, yeah, I got my own plan. Yeah. Plan or take 20% off. And it's yeah. like, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> I have a client. You have a client who bought a practice and the existing plan was already in place. Not only were their UCR fees already low when I did a fee analysis, yeah. but then on top of that, their monthly rate, like their, their membership plan rate was like $20. And they, so they got all their hygiene for free for only $20 a month. And it was a 20% discount on doctor services, no matter what it was. And I was yeah. going, this is probably worse than an insurance plan because yeah. everything is set up wrong. And so we've had to, we've had to basically say, okay, those people are grandfathered in, but we have a new plan in place and manage yeah. and, and here's what we can do with that and help. So yeah. it's been a real so hit. So don't do something where you have to grandfather in some patients. You're losing yeah. money. On. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't do that. But that brings up an advantage too, that I hadn't, put on my list. Mm. And that is that when you have a membership plan with these fee reductions, it makes it much easier to raise your fees. 
So, you know, dentists are always afraid to raise their fees. Mm -hmm. And I have the same kind of resistance because you're worried about the patient's going to complain and all that. And they never do. But the, the times that they do or would, it's a perfect time to say, well, you know what, how would you like it if you not only didn't have to pay this increase, you could actually get a actual lower fee than, than it used to be that you're used to paying. Mm. And you pull out the, the membership plan and you can, uh, it, it just, it's a great way to acquire the confidence to raise fees. And uh, further down the line, when your, your members, the numbers of members in your practice become this critical mass of patients, it's a majority then your you know your practice is really running on the membership fees so your membership fees are like your normal fees and those people who are yeah not sharp enough to join the membership plan just paying too much they're going to pay a higher fee mm-hmm. well that's okay i mean it's like oh, well it's a you know it's your choice you can do that I gotcha. I gotcha. And obviously you've done a really good job at training your team and making sure they know how to answer the phones. They know how to have these conversations. They know how to do case presentation. The soft skills have been something that you have focused on over the years. We have. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's another pitfall that some yeah. teams that, that they're like, I'm going to put a membership plan in place and, and the doctor just throws it out there and the team has no idea how to verbally, you know, I don't know, I don't know what to say to the patient. You know, they're just stumbling over it, you know, yeah. and, and they don't know how or what to say correctly. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think even worse than that, we've seen this a number of times with with practices that have joined up in Den Vantage and that it wasn't working for them because they have an office manager or somebody in the practice that's very protective of the practice and mm-hmm. watches the numbers and they see the, the fee reductions for the members and they say, oh, we're just giving away all this money and, and they resist uh, presenting it to the patient because they Offering see it's it. a loss. Yeah. You yeah. see lots of doctors that look at it the same way and that's a really a, a kind of a paradigm shift that you have to go through where you're eager to have the patient go in the membership plan and give them these fee reductions because you know how much more than that comes back to you in terms of case acceptance and profitability and reduced cancellations and reduced accounts receivable, happier patients, you know, yada, yada, yada. It's uh, uh, if you, I always tell people if, if you have a membership plan and if you can't honestly say, I would love it if every patient in my practice was in the membership plan. If your thought is, well, I just have to give it to a few people that really new need patients. it. Yeah, new patients. So I just want to market to get new patients in. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's not a very good marketing for new patients uh, item, by the way. That was a surprise on the really? downside. Yeah. People come to your practice for other reasons. That's that's frosting on the cake. Okay. And it's very nice frosting and it means a lot. But for somebody to come select your practice for that reason only hardly ever happens. That's, that's, that's yeah, that's like they got married for the money, you know, and then the Yeah, if they got two practices and they both have good reputations and one has membership and one doesn't, that might sway them, but mm-hmm. um, not all by itself. 
Well, I am seeing, you know, post COVID, there's loss of the people have retired. They've, they've not gone back to their jobs. They've lost their job or they lost their insurance. They lost benefits. And so I'm having clients tell me they're, they're hearing from the patients who are calling in saying, Hey, I got this flyer. It's, it's their existing patient calling their practice, right? They're going, I got this flyer from this other dentist saying they have a membership savings plan or whatever they're calling it, you know, membership plan. Do you guys have that in your practice? And they're going, uh, yes, because <laughs> I want to keep <laughs> I want to keep my patient, right? Yeah. And, right? And and so I think people have to really make sure they're they're aware of the economics of what's out there as well, you know. In today's, you know, like 2010 for you, you know, I think this is how we can make sure we help retain our existing patients, and they'll probably generate more referrals. But I completely agree that if the relationship is built on money, when the money changes, they're not going to be happy. So build your your new patient based on relationship and, and referrals and that sort of thing. I, I 100% yeah. agree. But in, in that same vein, once the new patient's in the door, if you can get them signed up on the membership plan, now instead of a new patient that, you know, next time their appointment comes around, they're like, well, I don't know, maybe I don't really want to go there. If they're on a membership plan, they're coming back. Yeah. They've just committed for a minimum of a year of returning. And that it's like instant loyalty yeah. for patients. And that, that's a big factor. The other one is every practice has these chronic emergency patients, you know, you see them for an emergency and they come in, you fix them <laughs> up and then they disappear for three years and then yep. they're back with another emergency. You can get those patients to uh, sign up on the membership plan. Now they're going to either come back or they're just going to be throwing money away. And mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a big incentive for those people to get regular again on, on recall. Because usually they'll come in on the emergency and say, yeah, I know. Should, I should have been here. I should be regular. I keep, I'm going to do it this time. And then they don't. Yeah. yeah. If, if, they, uh, they get, if you get them on the membership plan, they will. How, how about when we were shut down for two months and – you didn't have any patients coming in. How did that look? Well, that was one of the benefits of this that I never would have dreamed of. You know, mm-hmm. it, it was it was really a pretty big deal because we had two months of total shutdown. See, we saw a few emergencies like everybody, mm-hmm. but pretty much, you know, the hygiene department, the, the hygienists were all in unemployment. And, but the practice was receiving a check for, you know, 20 some thousand dollars a month during the shutdown because all the payments from all those member patients still kept coming in and uh, we, we kept getting the money. That, of course, meant that we had to get really busy, mm-hmm. but everybody did, you know, yeah. once the shutdown was over and to make sure those patients all got their value out of it. Uh, um, that, was, that was a nice thing. Yeah. And I bet those patients, like you're saying, they wanted to get they like, I paid for this. I want to come in. And yeah. so they were like, and, and now there's no frequency limit. So if you needed to fill October in your schedule, you could put those patients in, in May and in October, get them yeah. in five, four months apart. And the patient's okay yeah. with that because they're paying for it. Yeah. When you compare it to insurance, you don't have that six month restriction. In fact, you know, we have uh, members can sign up for three visits a year, two visits, four visits. We mm-hmm. do what fits them and the fees adjust accordingly. But um, yeah, you can, there's no, 
limit on well it was only five months and 29 days so you <laughs> none of that nonsense yeah well you're not even there's you mean, no you're, maximum benefit and yeah that's huge yeah, yeah there's no there's no insurance restrictions i think that's another great uh yeah. i guess selling point to the patient is we don't even have to submit a cl- claim you know if you and, yeah. and i agree that this is something you want to do yeah. it's covered you know it's a covered yeah. um, plan benefit i think patients almost look at this like What's the catch? <laughs> yeah, they do. They very, they very much do. And what we tell them is that we're not giving you a discount. You, but you can earn benefits from this. And the way you earn it is you agree, you sign your name on paper. I'm going to keep all my appointments. I'm not going to cancel it within two days. And I'm going to keep my account balance at zero. Um, and if I don't, you know, if I don't make an appointment, I'm going to pay for it. Um, so the the patient it feels like okay, this is this is for real. You know, this isn't a bogus like mark up your fees and then give a discount and mark it back down like you know an insurance uh, furniture store. Or yeah, something. retail or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah completely agree. It, is there something that your team has said? that they are so glad you did this post, you know, 2010, when you're thinking, oh man, we got to fill the schedule, whatever. Is there something your team ever said to you like, and it, it made you say, okay, then we need, you know, oh, we're going to make that a part of Den Vantage because a team came up with this idea, concept. I know you mentioned the bulk check coming in. I mean, did that come out of that? Or, cause I know tracking this, people go, I got to track, you know, a hundred patients payment every month and all this sort of thing. How did, yeah. How did that come about? Or maybe the team gave you a great idea that you put into this. I know you have a really good team, so maybe I'm trying to just brag on them. <laughs> well, I mean, it's always, you know, there's always um, situations or, or, or details that happen at your front desk at the admin part of your practice. I'm speaking for myself. I have no idea what's going on there. <laughs> you know, that's, that's on the other side of that door that separates the <laughs> clinical from the admin, but uh, they they do talk to me, <laughs> and uh, they do tell me about how much time something takes, and they're they're spending an awful lot of time um, with patients, you know, getting them signed up, and um, so out of that, we've tried to put the the whole registration process for the patient online. So a patient can actually become a member before we ever even see them in the office if they want to. It doesn't happen very much, but it's possible. And so the the admin side, they can just refer the patient to the website. And sometimes we can just have the patient go to the website right there in the office and I gotcha. do it and then come back if you have any questions, you know, we're right here. Wow. That sort of thing. So the the website piece of the of Denvantage takes the membership plan concept and just streamlines it. It, It's something that an individual practice can't really do, but because, you know, it's, it's expensive to set these websites up. Mm -hmm. So we get a lot of people sharing it. We share the expense and it becomes very efficient. And we um, actually the, the cost of Denvantage, I think is maybe an industry leader in terms of being the lowest cost. Um, to, you know, to operate. And I know a lot of people will still look at it and say, well, gee, I can do that myself for free. Well, 
yeah, you can have a membership plan, do it yourself, but you can't do it the same way for free. Mm. Um, you're not going to have a website and you're not going to have automatic payments like that. So um, the other thing is if, you know, it's not a one size fits all kind of program either. And this was, this complicated our job when we made the website was to make it adaptable to any practice so that we're not telling some practice that this is going to be your, your mm-hmm. fee reduction on this procedure. You can do whatever you want. You can have whatever fee you want, whatever reduction you want. Uh, we do pretty much insist that you include all of your hygiene services in the membership for you. So those are free and that's sure. Yeah. Make yeah. sure it works. If you don't do that, it's, your membership plan may not work. Yeah. But uh, we accommodate, you know, each each practice really has its own plan in the sense that they have their own fees and their own fee reductions, their own idea of what's included and all that kind of thing. Yeah. So it, uh, it, it makes it a very flexible system. Yeah, I've seen the cost breakdown like a, this is a, just it's been passed around i think so much but just like this email it's almost like a a meme or a forwarded email or something where it shows the this practice was doing the cost breakdown between having insurance and having their in-office membership plan it was like literally showing like okay you pay how much per month and they hand write it you know for your member your insurance plan okay you pay forty dollars a month okay and that gets you how much money and it started to break it down it was like wow when you look at their treatment plan and the savings yeah. that they were going to get compared to what they were going to pay if they had like a yeah. maximum, you know, $1,000. Yeah. Well, they're paying all this money anyway and no waiting periods and all this stuff. Have you seen that before? Uh, well, I've, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, see, seen it actually on paper. They do something like that, yeah. Okay, you have it in the practice where you show them. Because I think now more than ever, we're, I'm also hearing clients tell me that I got these – you know, existing patients who are saying, what sort of insurance plan should I get? You know, and there's no, you know, once you're on your own an individual insurance plan, you're going to pay $50 or more per month. And you got to be able to show the patient that breakdown and say, it's not going to save you. So yeah, anytime a patient is paying for their own insurance, we're going to be able to beat that. Yeah. It's a loss. It's a loss. Yeah. It's a no brainer. Lawyer is paying. That's a different story. One question that somebody's going to ask, I know is, you know, do you let people with insurance into the membership plan? And uh, you can. <laughs> I don't recommend it. We've tried it. We really don't recommend it. It's complicated and it increases your hassle factor. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's, you know, there are lots of times when you can talk to patients that have insurance about substituting, just dropping their insurance. Yeah. Especially when they're thinking about, are they going to, like you mentioned, if the employer pays for it, okay, I get it. But if they have to pay for it and they're thinking about renewing in October, man, it, should, it crosses my mind. I remember seeing something back at the dental office and it was seemed like it was a good deal. So, all right. Well, I feel like we've given people some, some really good ideas. If they want to go check it out at the website, what's the web address, Ted? Denvantage for dentists. If you're, if you're thinking of adopting a plan, Denvantage yeah. number four dentists. Uh, we'll get you to the website okay. and tell you what to do from there. All I just right. want to talk about one more thing, Eric. Yeah. Cover. I have, have a few other bullets in my notes, but <laughs> the one that I, that I, I really think is 
critical that very few people seem to get um, is that if, if you have a membership plan, you have a, a tool that's extremely powerful to transform a practice. I mean, it's equal to, let's say you're doing a lot of PPO dentistry and you decide we're going to get rid of PPOs. And that's going to be transformative to the practice. I think equally transformative as a membership program because speaking for my own practice, we now have, I think, 680 Denvantage patients wow. who average about 2.5 visits per year because we have some on two, some on three, some on four. And that's conservative, maybe more than that. But that's 1,700 visits per year where we have no financial transactions in the office. You think about that, that's seven patients per day, fewer of those stops at the front desk to pay. Mm. That is, I mean, that's not the only thing, but if you, if you take that, now how does your, your front office feel and look when you've taken that burden off of them? Yeah. They've, now they've got a whole lot more time to talk with patients, talk about treatment, talk, you know, do the proper transfers, and you know, mm-hmm. all the kind of stuff that we want them to do. Now they have time to do it. It's yeah. such a more relaxed atmosphere. Um, and, and like I said earlier, it changes the air in the practice. The culture. It's, it's pretty yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And the only way to get there is go gung-ho get your patients sign up on membership. And before you do that, you're going to have to have a membership where you can honestly say, I would love it if every single patient in my practice were on this membership program. Yeah. Yeah. When you guys have taken the, the fear or thought of it, of like, okay, is this legal? Do I have the paperwork? Right. Obviously that's all set up because you have the website, et cetera. Right. Yeah. Uh, the legalities vary a little bit from state to state and, uh, we have not seen a single problem with it to date. Does that mean that we never will? I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. But no, we, I mean, it's, uh, there's, you know, there's other companies doing this. And uh, if, if any company is doing it in your state, you're, you're probably fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we, we've got people all over the country and in advantage, like I said, not, not a, a single issue that I know. Yeah. I love that. It's, you know, I know there's plans out there that are great and I love just that. I know you guys, and I know that you're dentists and I know that you've, you you've tried and true. You're using it in your practices and it's, it's really here to help other dentists be profitable. And so I really appreciate you guys, I guess, taking all those years and time to figure out how to do it right. I appreciate that. Well, we're still our own biggest customers in terms of number of members. And, and we'd really like to see more people, you know, realize the full potential of memberships because uh, I think, yeah. if, you know, the more this can spread around, the more dentistry as a whole gets free of the, you know, the insurance industry, which is. That's right. Huge That's right. Force. That's huge. Yeah. 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 Let's get some more leverage as a whole yeah. uh, industry. So we are, uh, we are uh, promoting uh, Denvantage for small business for, employee benefit programs and uh, there is a website on that advantage for biz yeah 
Yeah, that's something that we didn't even really talk about, but you guys are marketing yeah. to small businesses to say, hey, pay for your employee's dental plan right here through DentVantage, and now mm-hmm. you're on the list for the patient to come see you, and we've taken a hold of that insurance win, and we've got it on the dental side now and said, all right, big insurance company, we have yeah, something too. just in the infancy with that, but it's, it's what exciting. Think yeah, that's it. very exciting. I love it. I love it. All right, well, we've spent some good time today, I think, giving them, uh, the listeners, some some great advice and a membership plan. I mean, get one. I think it's that simple. And if you want help, then DenVantage is one of those options for you. I think it's it's a safe, great option and check it out. So uh, thank you, Dr. Ted Morgan. I really appreciate your time. And Thanks for having me, Eric. Absolutely. And for those of you that are listening, thank you for joining us and taking the time really to invest in yourself and your practice. And so until next time, go out there and be an all-star. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Dental All-Stars. Visit us online at allstardentalacademy.com.